What's up, everybody? It is House of the Dragon TV Talk. My name is Bo, and welcome to the TV Talk podcast. We are really excited to do, uh, yeah, these little mini reviews for House of the Dragon. Now, the way that one of these mini reviews works is that I am coming off of seeing the show very fresh. None of my thoughts are researched. None of my knowledge of the character names, especially early on, is going to be accurate. I might some- call somebody Discount Daenerys. Doesn't mean I doesn't like the character, just means I can't remember her name because I just saw the thing like a couple minutes ago. So all that to say, you know, this is not that deep in-dive whatever you find on the YouTubes or whatnot. This is very much a uh, hot takes and <laughs> hopefully hot takes the morning after or the day of. That is kind of the goal that we want to present to you with these minis. Now, first, a real quick background. So Game of Thrones, how did I find out about it? I was actually working for a company and we were working on building a content recommendation system. And as part of the the tester in the laboratory that I was in, I was using the machine and it recommended Game of Thrones. And I'd never read Game of Thrones. So I thought, you know what? Let me go ahead and just get this book. I got the audio book. Uh, no, I got it on Amazon Prime. I got the book on, uh, on Amazon. I read it and I was just absolutely engrossed. And so from that point on, I started taking in the audio books because generally it takes me forever to read and uh, listened up to all the audiobooks at the time that we had and then immediately got into the series, watched the series and really, really really enjoyed it. Uh, I did not know anything about House of the Dragon. I know that there was, um, you know, that George R. R. Martin has written a lot of other books expanding the history of the Targaryens and just kind of the world building and all that kind of good stuff. And I know that House of the Dragon was pulling from that. I also know that HBO totally dropped the ball with Game of Thrones, especially in those last couple of seasons, and has this weird situation where they have all of these dragon assets on their hands and this massively successful property that they want to do something with. And so there was a lot of different concepts of like, what should the next Game of Thrones show be? This is what they decided to go with. Was it a good idea? Is this a good idea? I think time is going to tell. Honestly, with this first particular episode, it did not capture me the way I was kind of hoping that it was. I was really excited to get back into the world of Westeros, uh, you know, just, and and I think that the the episode itself is aware that that's where a lot of people are going to be coming from. You know, when we see King's Landing, when we see the Red Keep, when we kind of see these spaces around and slightly different things about these spaces, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. It's, it's fun to get back into the world and to kind of think about where it was almost 200 years prior to Game of Thrones. And so, yeah, it's fun. That aspect of things are fun. A story about the Targaryens, though, this is, I think, is going to be kind of challenging. The Targaryen family history is very interesting, and it has a lot of, like, intrigue and, you know, a lot of infighting and all that kind of great stuff. And so I do think it's it's just a really rich space to explore a lot of good stories. Here's a very... Mm, <laughs> A very superficial critique, though, of taking this route. All the Targaryens look exactly alike. I'm sorry. They all have long white hair. They're all pasty white. They all look exactly alike. So I'm very interested to see how we're going to really differentiate here visually. Because one of the great things about Game of Thrones, and one of the fun things about Game of Thrones, is the visuals. It's the iconography of all the families and all the different words and the colors and the symbols. I I just I love that about Game of Thrones. And here with the Targaryens, we're just going to have dragons, dragons. Dragons. Oh, what's that over there? Oh, it's a dragon. You know, so it's like me a 
lot of dragons and white hair, white hair, white hair, pasty white person, pasty white person, pasty white person. So it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of expand this out, make these characters interesting and all that kind of good stuff. So I, you know, I made the joke about Discount Daenerys, uh, and I'm sure by next week's episode, I will have her name down, but I really did like her and that's it. (laughs) And I think that's another critique I have of this, this first episode. I really liked her character and I kind of started to get invested into her, but most all of the other characters I didn't really like or couldn't really get behind or figure out what it was they were in or really found them all that likable. One of the great things about Game of Thrones was that it had so many different characters on, you know, quote unquote, all sides where they were likable. Maybe even you hated them, but they were kind of likable. And so you had kind of this this great, I don't know, uh, diversity of personalities on all of these different, you know, uh, factions across the the board game that was Game of Thrones. And at least there was one person on every single side that you can kind of attach to and really, really enjoy when they were on screen. I, I don't know that I really found myself enjoying when any of these characters were on screen. I found that a lot of the stories so far, or at least for this first episode, as kind of this setup, it was a lot of kind of more of the awkwardness of Game of Thrones or kind of the, they kind of lean into some of the subject matter that can be a little bit like, eh, but not any of the fun that kind of goes along with that and it makes kind of an interesting cocktail. So I, for me, I think that house of the dragon is going to take a few episodes to get involved in. I think obviously the, the cast is great. Um, you know, we're, we're dealing with political intrigue and family infighting and all that kind of good stuff. And then, you know, there's a lot of questions that we're left with at the end of this episode, you know, was, is, uh, not Daenerys friend. Uh, is she pregnant with her father's child? Is the brother, is he going to lead a coup or is there going to be a setup where the actual conflict is going to end up being between uh, not Daenerys and her friend? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I knew, I feel like I knew at one point some of the history of the Targaryens. Like I've, okay, so this is where, you know, now I'm trying to like rack my brain for what I recall. I thought the idea was that during the Targaryen civil war, it was because the king at the time was giving the throne to one of his uh, illegitimate children. <laughs> By the way, that's that's going to be one thing that's going to be interesting, right? Like one of the things about the TV Talk podcast is we always try to keep things work safe. So I want to be able to guarantee that to you as you listen to this on your drive to work or wherever you may be. Uh, but yeah, anyway, all that to say, one of his illegitimate children, and that caused his legitimate children to be upset because they wanted the throne or maybe not his illegitimate children, but his legitimate, I don't know, nieces or nephews or something like that. And so you had um, this battle of dragons where it was really, from what I remember, kind of visually cool because generally whenever a uh, illegitimate child takes over the leadership of the house, they invert the colors of their sigils. And so you had, you know, instead of the, the red dragon on the black background, you had a black dragon on a red background and, and or vice versa. And so it was, it was interesting the way in which they communicated these two factions in the history. Now, all that being said, I may have butchered that history entirely. Maybe that happened 300 years before this. I don't know. George R. 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 Martin has spent a lot of time expanding the Targaryens. So it's interesting to see what, what we'll end up getting here. But I think for me, like I said, it's going to take a couple episodes to figure out whether or not I'm going to really vibe with this show, but I'm going to give it that. I mean, from everything I've heard, the creative team behind this really appreciates the world of Westeros. We obviously see a fantastic cast. They've got some good story to play around with. And I think that as time goes on, you know, some of the like more minor things, like I said, you know, just 
the the way in which they need to differentiate some of these characters. And I mean, look, you might be listening to me saying like, Bo, you're crazy. What are you talking about? You had, you know, brother dude who's wearing the dragon uh, helmet thing and, you know, looks like an elf. Or, or you've got the king that like he's kind of a little bit bigger, older and fatter and looks like an elf or the girl. And she's there and she's smiling and, and then she looks like an elf. They all look like elves, okay? They all look like elves. All right, that's it. All right, yeah, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. We'll see what ends up happening. So that's my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to tvtalk.fm to find our contact information. Would love to know how you're thinking about this series or where you think it's going or you know whether or not you're excited for it. Let's continue to tune in and talk together. But uh, until next time, I've been Bo, and I'll be back in a flash. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 